Welcome everyone to RNGPC. We are a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, but there is no long drawn out campaign here. We are creating random PCs that have fleshed out backstories. Maybe this week we'll create someone with one eye. We are telling about the st- we are all about the storytelling <laughs> and role playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan. And this is my co host Jake, who doesn't know how to clap. <laughs> Say hi, Jake. I cl- Ow! No, so <laughs> that's not fair. I clapped, and there was something on my microphone, like dust, that since I clapped so intensely, blew right into my eye, <laughs> and it's still in there. Ow. God. Oh. That's amazing. No, it hurts. <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I can't read anyways. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Sorry about that, everyone. Hi. Totally worth it. Was it? Totally worth. I mean, we could... Yep, this is where we are. We're here. This is us. We're professional. We are. This is... <laughs> so... <laughs> professional... <laughs> I want to be oh, God. professional. It, We're going to be professional. Also, probably trademarked. I, I think Little Dicky would be <laughs> I very I think like there was something there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Whatever, you got the oh. gig. I think I think this this is just really just a sign that I need to dust my room. Or at least my microphone in some way. You the pop, the pop filter. The pop filter is great, right? But, like, I got a beard and I got, like, you know, hair. And, like, if it lands on there, it's just there. Yeah. Until I have to, like, go through and wipe it off and like clean it down and like but imagine if all that shit was inside the chamber of your microphone that's a no bueno oh chamber is that what it's called i don't know microphone analogy i think so i don't remember it's like the so- it sounds inside. professional it sounds super about to be professional <laughs> this whole episode's about how us telling you how professional we think we are did i t- uh you know what song i heard the other day that i haven't heard in a long time speaking of like old songs I don't know how old professional rapper is, but I know it's not relevant. Well, well, seeing seeing as I don't spend th- your entire day with you, uh, no, I don't know what song okay. was it. Nathan? Let me tell you. I'll give you a little little take. Ready for my hot take? Not, uh. The song goes, "Motherfucker, I'm awesome." No, you're not, dude. Don't <laughs> lie. I'm awesome. I drive around in my mom's ride. I'm awesome. A quarter of my life gone by, and I met all my friends online. Motherfucker, I'm awesome. I feel like the older we've gotten, the more that song has become relevant. Yep. When, he, when I first heard that song, which, by the way, came out in 2010, I had no friends Jesus. that I met online. I now have, like, nine. No. Yep. Yep. So, it's, uh, I was at Axe Throwing, what? and that came on. That's how it, I heard it. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, the, I was going to guess, the only way you would have heard that is for some reason you were just shuffling through one of the oldest high school playlists you had. No. And it just happened to come on, but. Nope. Wow, good how's to that, know. How's that axe throwing? Axe throwing. Nice. That's that's <laughs> up and going? That's cool. It's a, that's a It is, a yeah. Thing. Um, I mean, I don't think it's going to last much a whole season because a, a, le- a league is eight weeks long. But, um, yeah. no, I mean, I feel I feel super safe there. They've got a lot of really good um, safety protocols in place, hand sanitizer everywhere, and they significantly nice. limited um, how big the leagues can be. So prior to COVID, okay. they're uh, – like hours of operation were Tuesday through Sunday. They were closed on Mondays and their okay. Wednesday league, Wednesday league night started at eight and they typically had like a, a corporate party and like all that kind of stuff. Like there was always a lot of people there, but now okay. their hours of operation are significantly smaller just on the days they are open and they're closed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, and oh, those Jesus. are the three days they have leagues this year. 
So the days that they're completely closed are only open to league members. Um, So it's just more contained, and I don't know. I think think it's good. Nice. And if anyone listening wants to sign up for Detroit Axe Leagues. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Ferndale. This is how they're running it. Yeah. If you want to throw with me, Ferndale location. If you live more in Macomb County, they do have a location in uh, uh, Partridge Creek Mall now. Oh, do they really? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. And pre- Prior to COVID, they were going to have a Corktown location, but someone broke in and stole all of the materials, all the lumber and like everything. <laughs> Sounds like Corktown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, as someone that lives in California, geez. Yeah, no, miss home. <laughs> but speaking of random songs, I was going to bring this up before we started recording, but I wanted to wait till now. Um, I don't know if you know this or if anyone at home knows this, but I am a, a follower of our Lord and Savior, Pitbull. Um, and he has a new song out um, that is um, interesting, to say the least. Um, I don't remember what it's freaking called, but the chorus is, I met a, uh, oh, I met a girl at the club, her first name Sofa, last name, last name King Good. <laughs> it is such like middle school level humor. Oh my joke. God. <laughs> But, like, I haven't heard it out of radio or anything anywhere, so I'm like, wait, do they edit it? Because it's, her name is so fucking good. <laughs> so, like. Um, I mean, they didn't, they didn't edit Britney Spears' song of all the boys and all the girls are rated if you seek Amy. They didn't edit that out see, on the radio. That's true. Because I feel like if I was ever going to have a music career, which I'm not. I've, I've come to terms with that, but it would definitely be based on just different ways to swear oh that technically God. wouldn't be edited. You know, Pitbull <laughs> thought he was brilliant too when his ghostwriter wrote that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, so fucking good, Dolly. Let's Dolly. go, <laughs> Mister Worldwide. I'm gonna say that shit. <laughs> I love Pitbull just for the memes. He is so bad. Pitbull's my favorite. He is the best. Uh, he's great. I came up with a skit idea where you just do Die Hard, but it's with Pitbull. So when he's trying to sneak around, he can't because he's constantly screaming stuff like, Mr. 305, Will what? <laughs> just like through the vents. And people are like, Pitbull, we can, we hear you. Is DJ Khaled there too? <laughs> he's going, we the best. We no, the he's best the cop. music. He's the cop outside that's just yelling up with the megaphone. Like, yeah. another one. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, makes me mad okay, when well, certain people are famous sometimes. Hey, they did something right. They if did, anything, yeah. again, the very least I they tried. It, yeah, and I see it as motivating, right? They're like, wow, they did something with nothing, or with what we assume is nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's how I look at it as motivation. Got to reach for the stars. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> one, of oh. the most, one of the most awkward things I've ever scene with my own two eyes was dj khaled's performance at was it overwatch league (laughs) oh my god it was the worst thing i've ever seen as someone that worked on the blizzard social team when that was happening we know (laughs) (laughs) it was so bad it was so uncomfortable and it's like there's no way he's having even close to a good time he's like he is waiting for his last song so he can get paid so he can never ever do that again (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i don't know how the decisions were made for that but uh it was definitely 
in my short period of time working in, in on that team. That was one of the the top five moments for me. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like I know I know the artist I'm about to say is probably expensive, but I also feel like he probably has the enthusiasm of like the gaming community that he may do it for a deal. You should have reached mm-hmm. out to like Logic or some shit. Yeah, the, the guy, the dude's a super nerd. Yeah, he'd go up there or and even, be like, uh, he'd go up on the stage and be like, "Ass pussy money weed," and all the nerds would be like, "What? I've never seen any of those things." <laughs> Do you know our target audience? <laughs> I feel like you're just Jocks. like, slap, 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 Jocks. slap. <laughs> I mean, we're doing this, so they have to understand that it comes from the mm-hmm. heart. Does it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. I think being called um, a nerd now is almost like a cool thing. I think it is. It's, it's, it's become it's completely... not, a bad, not a bad thing. I, yeah, I, I, think I interpret the word nerd as creative, <clears throat> which is awesome. It's like, hey, you're a nerd. I mean, it's like, yeah, I think outside the box, you fucking bitch. And then you get beat up by all the quarterbacks and the linebackers. <laughs> all the quarterbacks? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking about stupid <laughs> high school movies now. That's not real. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it. And what I was going to say is I feel like people often talk about the Illuminati, right? And I think it exists, but not in the way people assume. I think really, because if you look at the main change within our pop culture, like, view of stuff it is the change of like how nerds and stuff has now become so mainstream as this type of culture i think there was a small group of nerds back in the day that got together and said we will make this cool <laughs> and they are the illuminati that is slowly cool. just yeah we got to rewrite yeah. revenge of the nerds then right Ooh, ooh, yeah that's do like, that's, that's do like, a, for do a, like a revenge remake? of the nerds and and um oh shit revenge of the nerds <laughs> and that tom hanks movie about looking for ben or like all the secret stuff I'm sorry. Are you confusing Nicolas Cage and Tom Hanks? I almost did, but I'm not. No, the Tom Hanks movies. There's three of them. They're written by. They're based off based off of books, and it's all. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, they're Dan Brown books. The Da yes. Vinci Code. Yeah, the Da Vinci Code. Do a crossover of Revenge of the Nerds and the Da Vinci Code esque mystery, and that's what okay. we've have, what's happening right now in real life. Ooh. Okay. I'll, I'll write up a treatment, and we can just pitch it to A24. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess this this is just our intro topic now at this point, whatever this random bullshit <laughs> is. But I was going to say, I recently rewatched Ex Machina uh, okay. because I'm working on writing something. I need to rewatch that. Vein. It is so good. Yeah. I forget. I forget how, like, and it's so simple and, like, it's just so. Yeah. That it's good. So it's high. fun. The... <laughs> That's not a good movie to watch high. I don't remember any of it. What? I, told, oh. I think I've told you this based on my legal edible experience. I, the higher I get, the less information I retain. So I know I watched. I think that's Ex a Machina. normal thing. I mean, I maybe I don't know. Didn't hang out. I don't know. But I was so I watched like three movies tonight. I got like I went to Mars <clears> and <throat> don't remember any of them. I watched mid nineties. Don't remember a moment from that movie. But I watched the whole <laughs> thing, eyes open. I <laughs> know I did. I didn't that's, fall asleep. That's that's Jonas Hill movie. Jonas Hill movie about being a fat kid in the nineties, right? Not a fat kid, just a weird kid. The kid was skinny. Mm. The main character. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's just about the mid '90s, being a being a yep. like, skateboarder, outsider. confused, yeah, outsider in the '90s, brother nice. who beats the shit out of you. Fun, but good, good wholesome shit. What yeah. was the other one then? Ex Machina, mid '90s, and Pet Cemetery. Jesus, the remake. What 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 is that? A, a, a assortment of films? Like what? Were you... <laughs> I don't know. Just like throw a dart at your Netflix. <laughs> like, all right, that one. 
dude why is that not a feature on netflix just you sit down and hit randomize and it's like all right cool just pick from my list and then put it on it's like, all right good i don't have to make a goddamn decision <laughs> i'm really surprised i'm not there yet <laughs> that's almost like ooh, wally ooh. type stuff if any this is this is dated this is time stamped if netflix does that from this point on my idea they stole it <laughs> everyone if that happens just know i'm either no longer making this podcast because i'm making bank or they stole it from me and i'm in the middle of a lawsuit well i wish you the same luck that i wish uh dave hunter from dave and chuck the freak where hot pockets stole the jingle that he made up on the radio <laughs> that he still bitches about to this day does he really Dave, I don't know. I know it's been a while since you've listened to Dave and Chuck the Freak. This will be our last little tangent here before we dive into this. But um, he loves jingles. There's something about his oh. brain where he remembers every like commercial advertisement jingle that he's ever listened to. So he'll randomly sing things about products that get brought up on their show. And I did not hear this live episode. I've only heard him bitch about it. But apparently, he jingled something for for Hot Pocket, and then like a month or two later, it was an eerily similar jingle came out for Hot Pocket. And he's been pissed about like, it ever since. Is it just the hot pocket? No, it's like it's a, just that one. It's got lyrics and shit. I think a full blown kind of song. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I assumed it was just the hot pocket. No. <laughs> that, that, no. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. That's you know, got to trademark that. Yeah. <laughs> hot pocket. Uh, that that feels like such a uniquely broken person that their brain works in jingle form, but you know. Yeah. You know. But, all right all right cool i think we filled <laughs> enough time we did we did have something we want to talk about but fuck it whatever we just riffed this is us welcome yeah season six of this is us is no. one of us gonna die by like a toaster oven now i think it was a slow cooker that's right it was which is ironic because it happened so fast oh fire sent to do that all right. Okay. All right. All right. Yep. <clears throat> Let's get to the character. Hey, everyone. Uh, we just wanted to hop in here real quick for a moment to shout out our patrons and thank them for their patronage. So, Appending Duff and Jack, thank you very much for your support. It is because of great people like you in our community, we are able to continue doing this and expand upon everything in the RNG PC world that we want to keep building. So, thank you. If you, too, would like to support us, go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc and join us there. All right, on with the show. Oh, oh, dude. Okay, can we talk about something great, even though it's slightly political? (laughs) I know where you're going, and I feel like this should have been in the intro. We're in the character part. I know, but then I said, all righty then. I know you did. You did this to yourself. But look at the lighting's changed. It's completely different. I'm in all new clothes. I am in the character clothes. Fine. Anyone who pays attention to the world, I guess, will probably know what I'm referencing. And they're either sad or mad about it, but it's... It's good for what it is. In my it opinion. is. It, to me, I think I think what they did when they cast Jim Carrey as Biden on SNL, they were really hoping and banking on him being able to do that. <laughs> I think they were really. They rolled the I dice the, as we're going to do. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, because no, that was great. That in that moment, that was one of those things. Was like I didn't know I needed Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. Going into full Ace Ventura. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It was funny. For what it is. Uh, But anyway, enough of that. So you're building the character this week. Enough of that. I am. 
Sweet, dude. And I'm looking at your I, page right now, nothing makes me mad. So tell me about it. Well, it's because I want so so. I complained last week that we've made way too many goddamn humans recently. Correct. I mean, I would agree, but correct. So I wanted to go with extremely exotic races. So can you pronounce the the race? Yeah, Aracocra. Close. It's Aracocra. Aracocra. I prefer cock. Ara. It's 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 spelt Aracocra. You know what? I think but that double A there makes it A A or Cockra. Just like A A A Rock Hour. A A A A A Rack Orca. Be free. No, yes. So what are these what are these things? Ooh. Click on it. Look at it. It's a bird person. We're making a person. We're making a fucking bird person. It's like Legends of the Guardian. I don't I don't know what that is. It's that animated movie about owls. Aren't they just owls? Yep. So they're not bird people, they're owls. <laughs> <laughs> they speak American. American's not a language. <laughs> they speak English. God, I love making you just, well, if, if just no one's learned yet, English. I just love Ryle and Jacob. I hate it. I'm so red in the face. Anyways, <laughs> Aracocras are not owls, they are they are bird people. They are birds that look like people. Or people that are birds. Just look them up. Bird? So <laughs> look... I just want to say that if these creatures don't get a plus to intimidation, they should. Because birds just always look pissed. If you ever looked at a bird, it's like, <laughs> that bird's happy. <laughs> no. They always look fucking mad. And it's scary. Are you are you a low-key bird watcher that's trying to find a happy bird? <laughs> happy bird. It's be like that beheaded bird in Dumb and Dumber. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. <laughs> Anyways, Aracocras, uh, they they are sequestered in high mountains atop tall trees. Uh, the Aracocra, sometimes called bird folk, even fear, wait, evoke fear and wonder. Uh, many Aracocras aren't even native to the material plane. They hail from a world beyond, from the boundless vistas of the elemental plane of air. Uh, they're immigrants, refuge refugees, scouts, and explorers. Their outposts functioning as footholds in the world, both strange and alien. So they essentially come from a completely different, not even our plane of existence. They come from a plane that is just all open air, vast wind type shit. Um, Yeah, they have beaks and feathers and big wings. Uh, Their legs are like, what's it called? They're like bent and then inverted. Or chicken legs. Yeah. Correct. I think that's a scientific term. They have chicken <laughs> legs. Um, yeah, and but see, the thing I will say is, oh, where was it? They're not that tall. That's the other thing is that they're they're only about five feet, which is uh, you know average esque, I guess. But like, so they're the tallest one of them is gonna be maybe five one, five two. Okay. So I think that kind of takes away from some of the fear factor. But I guess if a five foot tall bird landed in front of me, I'd have to hold in some of my bodily functions. Yeah, dude. Um, so. And it's not about the yeah. size, it's the tenacity. You ever seen a bluebird, like a blue jay, try and fuck someone up? Like, they're not big birds, but they'll fuck you up. What about Big Bird? Do you think Big Bird would also fuck you up? No, I'd kick Big Bird's ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wanted to make something really weird and cool and out there. Um, so yeah, the whole thing is they're kind of like outsiders of, of a sort. Uh, they tend to have like different nests and flocks that like kind of 
go together. They don't like being on the ground. And apparently, oh, I read somewhere that like their arch enemies are like anything earth elemental related or anything uh. like rock or like ground to the point where like I think their arch nemesis is like gargoyles. That's hilarious. <laughs> because, yeah. Um, so that's kind of fun. It says the typical colony consists of one large open roofed nest made of woven vines. The eldest acts as leader uh, and blah, blah. And also the thing is they only their average lifespan is only 30 years. Yeah, I saw they, that. Yeah, they reach. I think it was a, they say adulthood by age three. Yep. Maturity or some sh- maturity. maturity by age three. Yeah. Which whatever that so, means. Yeah. Right. Um, so <laughs> it's just. <laughs> One of those things where it's like, okay, cool, it's a little bit different. Um, I don't know if we are going to have them be, like, from the actual air elemental plane and they just get, like, stuck over here. Or if... Because there's even some lore about in, in the current Dungeons & Dragons, Wizards of the Coast, 5th uh, edition, that they got, like, trapped here uh, in Faerun and that they have a few outposts in the more northern parts and, like, a dragon destroyed some of them. So some of them are out for vengeance against this one particular fucking dragon. Ooh. Um but yeah, so that's it. I really um, like. They, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. no, no, you go. What do you? Fine. Mean? No, no, no. You go, please. No, no, no wait. No, wait. Hang on. Okay. 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 Wait. Who? Do... <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I really like that their mannerisms. Like this goes into detail here on the D and D Beyond that they're not only birds in the physical sense; they also have a lot of the same mannerisms as ordinary birds. Um, mm-hmm. So like they'll they'll chirp and make weird noises to convey meaning for them and blah blah blah. And I really like this paragraph yeah. right here. That says, they find it hard not to pluck the treasure and bring it back to their settlements to beautify it. <laughs> Just, yep. we're going to, we're on treasure because it's, it, it's shiny. Shine, shine. It's shiny. Yep. Yep. But however, <laughs> well, an, an, an Aerocacra who spends years among other races can learn to inhibit those impulses. So, yes. And, and another thing I was going to say too is like, to, to that extent though, even when they do an, inhibit those like impulses um and within their like what they want to do and their greater purpose it says neither treasure nor glory is enough to lure them from their tribes mm. a dire threat to their people a mission of vengeance or a catastrophic ca- catastrophe catastrophe or a catastrophe typically <laughs> lies at the heart of an uh Arakokra's adventure adventurous chosen path so like they're not enticed by gold or like wanting to be remembered or any of this it is it is usually some some sort of purpose or something that is gr- seen as greater than that gotcha. that forces them to to go out in some way shape or form so so yeah um also i think it says at one point they can go days without landing where was that oh wow so essentially they they can just lock their wings into glide form and That's just sleep dope <laughs> I, I guess I could do or that. some shit. And so that, that was the one thing, too, is I think at one point in here it says, since at first level they get a 50-foot fly speed, <laughs> you need yep, to I saw that. You know, just talk talk to your DM about it. Make sure that won't piss them off. Oh, here it is. As, I mean, uh, it, it, does, says, uh, it does say you can't be wearing medium or heavy armor, so I mean. Sure, but that's. The, okay, then this is a good time to segue, which now <laughs> goes into the class I wanted to go with doesn't use that anyways. I wanted him to be a monk. Okay. <laughs> So within a monk, you get benefits from also not wearing armor and shit like that. You get to use uh, your decks and fuck. What else is it? Oh, I already have this open. Um, where is it? Unarmored defense. Begin at first level. While you're wearing no armor or not wielding a shield, your AC equals ten plus your dex modifier plus your wisdom modifier. So not just your dex; it's also your dex and wisdom modifier going to your uh, AC. So that's another like I'm I'm stacking on benefits here. If you see, um, uh, and then the other thing that's that's cool with the ar- 
A little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing with Arakokra is that they get unarmored attacks or uh, um, what are they? What are they? Un. What the? Why can't I think of words? Um, speed, fight. Uh, I have no idea. Talents. Nat- so they have talents. Unarmed strike, not unarmored. Unarmed strikes. Okay. So they are naturally already get these unarmed strikes, which make it so that they can use their talons as slashing weapons. Nice. And so that also then plays into the monk feature, whereas a monk, your attacks already get a plus to dice roll. So when you're because monks are essentially just like martial artists, uh-huh. um, so like a, a karate type person. So. With that, they will now have slashing damage, and their strength and or dex can go into their unarmored strikes, and it just, it's, it's yeah, they're going to essentially just fuck someone up with their talents. Nice. Um, like so yeah, so, y'all, y'all, so I wanted them to be a monk, and then I also chose uh, the path of the monk I wanted them to take, because I wanted to make sure it kind of fit with this idea of a background that would be like, I don't know, kind of isolation, not necessarily isolationist, but just kind of... I don't know, fit with the Arakokra mantra. So uh, I went with the way of the sun soul because I thought, oh, they're in the sky a bunch. Sun, that's a thing. It works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but with this, monks of, the, monks of the way of the sun soul learn to channel their own life energy into searing bolts of light. They teach that meditation can unlock the ability to unleash the ino- in- indomitable light shed by the soul of every living creature. So essentially, they can just shoot radiant bolts out of their hands from like 30 feet away. Kind nice. of like uh, uh, Eldritch Blast of a sort. Doesn't go as far. I think it can do a little bit more damage. Um, and they can do it also multiple times per turn once their their key level goes up and through their training and all that. Um, but yeah, also at one point they get a thing called the, oh, the Sunburst where they can just shoot an orb. And then it does, like, damage with anything within 20 feet of it to the point where I'm thinking, like, straight up Dragon Ball Z bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) We're out of their hands. They just shoot this giant orb of light that flies out and then blows up. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I love this. So I'm essentially imagining this thing that can fly 50 feet per turn. Oh, and that's the other thing, too, is within Monk, you get uh, uh, a sped up movement. Where is it? You get uh, unarmored movement. You can add 10 feet onto your movement in the first few levels, and then it can go up to 15, 20 feet by the 10th level. So essentially, if the DM allows it, which is I don't know if I would, that that movement could be added to the flight. So essentially, at one point, this fucking bird could fly 70 feet per round if if the DM allowed it to be applied to flying speed. If it's just to on-the-ground walking speed, then it would make their – because I think their walk is 25 feet per movement, which isn't that much – my but. question, my question for this character would be, excuse me, I had coffee. Um, my question for this character would be, can I fly and walk in the same turn, or would it be an that, action to take off into flight? You know, I don't think like it's that. an. A- oh, well, yeah, and that's what it's like again when looking at this when it says flight, you have a fly speed. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, how I would essentially do it is if you want, like, if you walk your 25 feet, you then can't take off and fly 50, okay. right? Because essentially, what I would, how I would do this as a DM is just, like, math. Like, how much you ever move walking is half, it takes half of what your flight speed is, okay. right? So, you can either move 25 feet in the ground or 50 feet in the air. If you want to break that up a little bit and move 10 and then fly, like, 30 feet, that's fine. But you can't, like... The you can't move it. 75 total feet. Correct. Not, no. 
<laughs> um, and that's where, like, again, like I'm saying, I don't, I don't think the flight. I would want to add the monk flight speed, the monk unarmored movement to the flight speed because, bruh, being able to move sixty feet per round just right off the bat would be goddamn insane. Like this yeah. person, oh, you would be tearing shit up. I wonder how um, high okay. up. Go ahead. You, you'll like the high. What's the base height for flying as well? There's a lot of there's a lot of ways you could kind of cheat slash break things with this flying mm-hmm. thing. And I'm just curious how that if there's any written rule Ooh. like you can only get 20 feet in the air or something like that see i don't so what i would almost even say is i would never walk like i would even just hover above the ground but fly just yeah. fly at someone so like i'm not walking on the ground i just whoosh, i fly at them at ground level yeah and like that would be horrifying um but yeah so uh monk of the the sun soul type thing and with this like how i'm kind of imagining it is there's like since they're worshiping the sun that kind of fit with this idea of like oh maybe they meditate and trained and learn all their stuff up on a mountaintop or in some crazy high like elven tree city of some sort and like that's that's where they learned this um we'll see how it ends up rolling out um because then the last thing i brought uh is the background which i decided to go with a basic or not basic just one that is in the D original players handbook um that is called sage um you burn so that background. for safety. What? So this, so so okay. So I get. I think you I burn think, that for safety. Yeah, I think I see where you're going. This this character lights himself on fire <laughs> to keep the demons away from the party. Got it. Radiant fire. It's a radiant energy because that's what they shoot. Yes. Gotcha. And then it's also like a phoenix because then they rise from oh. their own ashes. Yep. And then it gives a nice kind of like earthy smell. It's like. Mm. <laughs> This room has been cleansed. <laughs> um, no. Sage, uh, essentially, is you spent years learning the lore of the multiverse. You scoured manuscripts, studied scrolls, and listened to the greatest experts on the subjects that interest you. Your efforts have made you a master in your field of study. Um, so, yeah, you're essentially just kind of like a like a nerd. <laughs> like someone that, like, and I think that fits within the monk type thing because, again, they're seen as usually even the most aggressive monks that's not what they try just like karate or anything else like it fighting is seen as a last resort kind yeah. of type thing they can they can fuck shit up but like they're they're doing this all as a way to center themselves and and get more in tune with the universe and things around them so i think this all just kind of plays up to like he sees the sun and light and the sky and air and openness as this the true self and all of this uh and i think this person you know i don't and so what's fun within this feature is you can roll on the specialty and that ranges from alchemist to scribe librarian there's a bunch of different discredited stuff. Um, academic right yeah so there's a few there's a few fun ones and then the last thing that i really liked about this sage background is if you look within their equipment which we usually don't really go into but it caught my eye it says part of your equipment is you have a letter from a dead colleague posing a question you have not been able to answer Ooh. so i think that's fun and i think depending on what the specialty is um that could be fun to figure out what the question is I why the their question person is, died where did you come from where did you go where did you go where did you come and from? then we got the cotton eyed joe i was saying then we already have the name of the character too boom look at that checking boxes <laughs> the, the whole um, the whole goal of this character is to discover who cotton eyed joe is within within your dm world <laughs> where doth He's he hail murderer. from where doth he hail to where doth he hail from cotton eyed joe <laughs> poetry just pure poetry um but yeah so that's that's what i brought um 
I'm going to roll on stuff within uh, the background of Sage. going to roll the stats. Uh, nothing too crazy. I, I do have also open, like, motivation. Like, the different, like, background character, like, motivations and stuff like that. But simply only because, like, I think that might help us figure out what we can have for some fun options of what that question is. Within, excuse me, within the letter. Okie dokie, smoky. But, but, yeah, so if we want to get... If we want to get rolling, um, do you want to roll this first thing? Because I feel kind of biased rolling it, and I want to be able to be mad at you if you roll the wrong thing. Yes. So you want me to roll the uh, specialty? D8? Yes, because that's where we're going to start. Yes. All right. Discredit academic. Coming right up. <clears throat> oh, I didn't do it. He's an alchemist. What you roll? Roll the one. Uh, okay. All right. That's not one of the more ones I was excited about, but we can make it work. What we can make you? it work. Um, I thought librarian would be cool. I thought researcher would be cool. Uh, astronomer would just make goddamn sense. <laughs> Last <laughs> week, bur- I legit almost just brought the background of librarian. Really? Yeah. For your child? <laughs> well, the, um, I was torn between something else too. What did I just do? Oh, I guess the child was the background you ended up going with instead. Yeah. So, but okay. So, alchemist. I'm just gonna. I know what it means, but for everyone at home. I'm just looking it up yeah, within for, the, the quote, world of quote, like, for everyone at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, they're like a potions master. Yep. Type thing. They mix stuff, and they have different fun concoctions yep. and things like that. I don't know how that's going to work with a bird person. Welcome to playing Elder Scrolls, which I know you never have. I haven't. Have you played it? Yeah, I played two of Oblivion and Skyrim. Oh, wow. I was very D and D esque. I know that. So yeah. So, but okay, <laughs> fine. Moving on. Uh, we'll make it work. Alchemist. They like mixing shit. Uh, bum bum Research. Oh, what is this last feature? Uh, researcher. When you attempt to learn or recall a piece of lore, if you do not know the information, you often know where and from whom you can obtain it. Uh, usually, the information comes from a library. Blah blah. blah. Your DM might rule the knowledge. Okay, so you're just good at finding information that you need. All right, cool. I'm going to roll with on personality trait. There's eight of those bad boys. There's a lot of words in here I can't pronounce. Yeah, I saw that too. So I'm hoping just to not get one of those ones. I rolled an eight. Thank God it wasn't a one. Fucking eight. (laughs) (laughs) I know. For everyone Um, at home, personality trait number one is, let me try. I'll try first. Then you could try. No. I use polysyllabic words that convey the impression of great er erudition. Erudition. I think it's. I think I, it. I think that in layman's terms, I think that means I use big words to make people feel stupid. It works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not what I rolled. I rolled an eight. Uh, I am convinced that people are always trying to steal my secrets. Ooh. Oh, we got a paranoid bird person that likes you're to make sch- potions. You're a schizophrenic bird man. <laughs> Just like bird, bird man. man. Yeah. All right. Ideal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. D6. Yeet. Yeet. Don't roll a five. I rolled another one. I almost wanted to re-roll because I don't good. want to roll ones. Nice. No, I like it. I know. It's a good one. So I'll read it. Um, knowledge. The path to power and self-improvement is through knowledge. Neutral alignment. Perfect. That that works. I like that. And, um, yep. <laughs> some of these, <laughs> some of these bonds with, are good. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, it was going to be difficult if we got evil and or chaotic because, at least not difficult, just would have been made this, this Arakokra 
a outside outsider within their own group kind of because they're seen as very neutral and very if anything somewhat lawful but not really and maybe they can be chaotic just they don't really go in either way of evil or good they're just seen as like like the eagles in uh, lord of the rings just you know whatever not gonna fuck with your shit so you want to know something fun i learned the, the hobbit explains why the eagles don't just break the game and fly everyone to where they want to go because of their own sentient creatures that don't want to fuck around within the shit of humans right maybe within maybe that might be an excuse in lord of the rings but within the hobbit there's a there's a chapter in the book where they spend a whole night with the bird people and like talk to them and stuff like that and they can't fly the the dwarves to the lonely mountain because of the humans that live nearby they'll try to shoot them down it's too dangerous too risky and too dangerous for them to fly that far towards civilization that's the excuse in the book as to why they won't fly them to the Lonely Mountain and just partway there. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of essentially the same same kind of thing, right? They're they're seen as like they're not just these animals of servitude, like a horse. Yeah, <laughs> right. How we look at but things that, are like, oh, stuff, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff is never explained in the book. In the book, it's like Gan- sure. Gandalf calls the eagles. They take them a quarter of the way there. They drop them off. They leave. It's like, what the fuck? No. Take me the rest no. of the way. It's like, no, those are in the books. There's a reason. Anyway, no. bird people. Bird people. They're they're people too, just They're bird-like, bird-brained, more chirpy. Okay, I'm gonna roll bonds. Uh, it's a D6, just like that bird in a, a Maui or what's that movie called? Moana. Moana. <laughs> All right, I rolled a one for the bond. Uh, it Ooh, is nice. my duty to protect my students. So he has students. The students Great. could just be the party. Uh, yeah, it could, it was so, but yep, yep, that is correct, it could be. Alright, I'm gonna roll flaw, I do not want to roll a ones, because I don't want to roll a one. All ones, all ones and one eight, However, extremes. one could be fun. <laughs> Some of these are good, okay, sorry. Stop reading and roll! I rolled a six. I can't six. keep a secret to save my life, or anyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So this is a Nick Miller bird. <laughs> I like how I'm curious. I, I hope someone at home has been keeping track of how many times you're able to make a new girl reference within our episodes. I just like, watched. I just watched an episode where Winston's applying to become uh, part of the LAPD, and he's got his background uh-huh. check. So a cop's coming uh-huh. to interview everyone, and Jess thinks she has a big <laughs> bag of meth, but it really just ends up being aquarium rocks. But she's freaking out, and Nick has to distract the cop while they're trying to flush it on the toilet, and the cop's like. There is something wrong with you. It looks like your body is crying because he's just sweating so much. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh. I will. I. Uh. Let's. You. Oh, good. You put everything in. Do we want to just roll stats before we start getting sure. into anything I just, else? Yeah. Sure. Nothing. I just rolled last. Right. You want to go strength or me roll strength? Uh. I will go strength. You rolled last. It is my turn. I'm rolling my four d six. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, this is real good, and I hope this isn't his best stat. Um, I rolled a six, six, five, one. Wow, seventeen strength. Holy balls! All right. Remember yeah. when there was a time where we got rid of the high one? That would, yeah. How stupid could we be? I, I, I really, I want Dex to be better than strength. Oh, I dropped one. Do I Jumanji it? Do I re-roll the one that fell out of the tray? Re-roll it. Re-roll it. 
All right. All right. So I rolled a two, three, four, five. Nine plus the three, 12? Sure. Two, three, Seven four, plus five. five. Yeah, 12. Yeah. Okay. Not All 17, right. but not bad. The I'm one I re rolled on the ground was a two. So it could have been and it, worse. Oh, yeah. oh. Okay, okay. I'm rolling Constitution. Okay, not, not, uh, it's the same thing. I rolled a five, four, three, one. So 12. <laughs> All right. Um, intelligence. This, this one could be, be garbage. Smart. Nope. Not at all. Oh, because it wants to be smart? It's like, I'm sure. so dumb. Yeah, I can be dumb. Be smart. I rolled a one, four, five, five. So that's a 14. 14. Okay, now we're getting to the point where this bird seems broken. We got a broken bird. So this is the other one that is, is important for a monk. So we got... Oh, uh, six, six, two, two. So 14 as well for wisdom. Wow. Give all me right. a garbage stat here, Nate. Give me all ones. Give me all a charisma ones, of three. All ones. I'm sorry. I did almost the exact opposite. Oh, Jesus. Really? A five, a four, a six, and a six. That's 17. 15? Oh, yeah, 17. God. This bird's broken. <laughs> I like that you're broken, broken like me. Hey, maybe that makes me a fool. <laughs> There's no flaws with this bird. <laughs> At least physical. Maybe his flaws like... that he's pompous. This is like a ba- like a Gaston of birds. <laughs> no one reads like Gaston. No one learns like Gaston. No one's a bird like Gaston. <laughs> no one can fly like Gaston. Um. Okay. Do you want me to recap? Damn. Yeah. While you stew on this? Yeah. All right. So, today, the 14th of November, even though it's going to be later when this comes out. 21st. Yeah. 21st of November. Jake brought Aarakocra as a race. Sage as a background from the PHB, a.k.a. Player's Handbook. He's an alchemist. That's his specialty of study. Monk, class, way of the sun soul. We rolled on the background. Personality trait. I'm convinced that people are always trying to steal my secrets. However, after reading that, I'm going to jump down to the flaw. Which is, I can't keep a secret to save my life. Or anyone (laughs) else's. But damn if they steal them from me. Ideal. Knowledge. The path to power and self-improvement is through knowledge. Neutral alignment. Bond. It is my duty to protect my students. Strength, 17. Dexterity, 12. Con, also 12. Intelligence, 14. Wisdom, also 14. Charisma, 17. We rolled at a really weird pattern on the stats now that I'm looking at it. We yeah. had a 17 <laughs> sandwich with 12, 12, 14, 14 in the middle. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, the personality trait and goddamn flaw are exact. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Bird, As we were rolling them, that I didn't make the connection I until I read the personality trait. Yeah, that's why we do the recaps, folks, because we don't listen when we yeah. talk. <laughs> it's mostly uh. for us, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, shit. Okay, let's start figuring shit out. So, 
I'm just trying like the part of the reason I didn't want Alchemist and why I was afraid of that is as as bird people as an Arakakra, they don't like being on the ground that much, and I feel like it's difficult to be an alchemist in the air. <laughs> like, so you gotta, like, you gotta sh- you gotta shake your concoctions up, do a couple barrel rolls in the sky, a couple <laughs> of back back turns. Sure, 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 sure. Um, what I was even just gonna try and think like. Okay, because the other thing I want to want to uh, uh, can we put it under background or something? Can we? I want to bring in the thing from the background of the letter, right? I have a letter from a dead colleague okay. poising a question uh, that I have not been able to answer. I'll write that. I'll put that somewhere for you to be able to view it. We'll put an item. We'll make an item. Uh... Sure, I, I copied it so I can paste it in here without formatting. Once, once you. God damn it. Give me a minute. Okay, I got it. I got it. You're really struggling with typing. You fucked it up. I did not. You. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so. Part of me is also like thinking as a way to maybe nerf the flying of this bird maybe its wings are clipped Ooh. and it can like it can figure out how to f- like fix that maybe right or like do something to, like because i i don't think i don't think i want it to be from like an arakakra commune where it's all like arakakras i think since he's part of this monk like organization of some sort that is way up on a high mountaintop or something maybe there was like a local or, uh, or a, a nearby Arakakra establishment or something where it got attacked and overrun, and so they had to combine with this monastery and or or monk, like, I don't know, uh, uh, temple. So in order, like, since they were both up there, something attacked, and so they all just kind of now live together. Um, and so there's a mix of other Arakakras there. He is just one of the students, and... Again, they they age so quickly that you know teaching them is almost easier because right by the time they're born, they can start you know ingesting information almost immediately. Whereas yeah, for humans from their or mother's elves mouth. or <laughs> precisely, um, so so I think it's like a mix, right? Like and 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 I think they mainly stay up there. Um, but see, with all these stats that are so fucking good, it's like it wouldn't make sense for him to have. A reason to not fly, right? Like you have crazy high strength and crazy high con, or not crazy high, but above average constitution. What what could have potentially happened to make him not fly? I and mean, I guess he doesn't have to not fly. Um, that is the fun of it. Is that maybe he's crazy afraid of fast. heights? Oh, okay, be interesting. Could be, could be fun. Um, but I also think since this idea of duty and protecting my students. Um, what do you think about him being a teacher or having been a teacher? Or is it like that he always wanted to be a teacher and then like, I like the idea that he sees the group as his students. I yeah. like that. I, I like, I like that 100%, but it's like, okay, does that come from the fact that he was a teacher at one point? And so now when he sees other people, he sees them as people he can mentor and teach something to. Maybe or his dead come... colleague was his t- teacher, his mentor. And maybe so now... instead of colleague, we can change that word to mentor. Yeah, yeah. And it he could wants be. he wants to embody his mentor who is now not around for whatever reason. So that's why he wants to become a teacher and mentor other people and protect them. Okay. 
Okay. Well, and so then the other thing I, I did want to kind of go on as well is this idea again for Arakakras. They go out and adventure for more like very not very specific, but like someone wronged us and I need to go like defend that or I need to go find information or I need to do like it is it, it is not your typical like oh I just want to see the world or oh wow I need to go like find like this particular like item or something like, I don't and so uh, I, I kind of like the idea if maybe his monastery of some sort like again whatever whatever that beast was of some sort that made the Arakakra nest and like civilization have to combine with the monk monastery it came back again and then it did officially wipe out the whole monastery. Like maybe it's a dragon or maybe it was just maybe a really bad storm that was caused by like storm cloud giants of like some sort. Like a big rhino in the sky? I don't... Y- yes? I just watched James the Giant Peach. Oh. Remember the okay, rhino? Yeah, sure. No, I don't. <laughs> You've seen the movie, right? I have, but as like a child, and so I remember it in very vivid, like kind of horrifying moments that I enjoy. It's good, and I want to watch it again. But <laughs> the movie that movie's so you, fucked right? up. It's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that could be kind of cool, right? And so, so maybe, yeah, because like, let me look at Storm Giants. Or maybe it could this guy be like, was... or it could be like that. Really, I don't know what the technical term is. It might be something really stupid, like the darkness, but the bad thing in the Neverending Story that's just wiping out the the other world. Sure. Um, let me, so storm giants are huge. The challenge rating of 13. Uh, description. There were two ethnicities of storm giants. Most had pale. Okay, I don't care about that. Give me biology, abilities, combat, sub-races, society. The head of storm giants tribes uh, called the Paramount and storm giant society. Any act of mercy or charity towards a sentient being was seen as good. Homeland. Okay, so they're not necessarily... What is the more aggressive? It's not ice. I thought. I thought frost ice ice slash frost giants were mean. They are. They're they're more mean. But there's there's like uh... mean D and D giants. Yeah, that's essentially what I'm. I, I'm just looked up. Okay, so no, not what I wanted. Giant, giant. Just how giant is a giant? Giant. Big enough. Big enough. Uh, he'll, so, yeah, I wanted, I wanted like the class rating system. Like, what is the highest, most dangerous giant? Good and evil. Um, oh, maybe it's cloud giant. Am I thinking cloud giant? Is that different than a storm giant? Cloud giant. Maybe. What is their challenge? No, they're nine. I think it is storm giants. I think a storm giant is a wise giant race descended from Bilmos. That live mainly in mountains, enchanted cloud islands, or underwater. Underwater. Sure. Let's click on this motherfucker. But I'm trying to like, are they? What is their general alignment? They're one of the most intelligent and respected races of giants. Okay. Their general alignment is. Give me a moment. Uh, challenge rating. Oh, chaotic good. So that's a no. <laughs> um, what about that's a hard giants? nope. Stone giants aren't as scary. They're neutral. Or are, aren't... Mountain giants are I'm chaotic good, chaotic neutral, or chaotic evil. So they they can be swayed. But 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 what is their like? I, I want like if, if essentially what this is going to be is something that destroyed like a monitor. I want it to be 
something scary, something that could be like a big bad of some sort that like isn't just like because I think I feel like mountain giants and like normal like even just hill giants or or frost giants you can deal with pretty easily and they're more um what's the word they're not like as intelligent they don't have these types of like societies um fog giants are neutral evil Ooh, fog giant yep uh let me see here is it it sounds like it would just be a their abilities, they're exceptionally good at hiding when in fog banks. Keen senses make them difficult to surprise. Um, history, they split from the Cloud Giant Society after a civil war. Oh, um, okay. Frog giants are among the biggest giant breeds. Male standing about 24 feet tall. Damn. Much like their Cloud Giant kin, fog giants had the vision to... Okay, no. Lycanthropy? What? There were never any known cases of fog giants contracting lycanthropy. Okay, then why is it in here? <laughs> why, why is this in the background? It was speculated due to the relation to cloud giants. They thought fog giants were like a lycanthropy of, of cloud giants. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fog giant settlements were typically located in remote locations within marshes, forests, or coasts. Um, I think I think cause see because I think the thing we can do here is well, I've got a, I've got another th- answer for you. Okay, go ahead. Frost giants are neutral evil, and their personality says, Frost giants have a reputation among other races for being crude and of low intelligence, but they're cunning fighters. Sure. So you're looking for dumb and dumb and mean. It's frost I'm not looking for dumb. I'm not looking for dumb. I'm looking for... I, so essentially what I want to build towards is something where it's like... Oh, oh so, so I, okay. I think we can go with Storm Giant, despite it being seen as chaotic good, because there is still the chaos, chaos aspect to it, right? And I don't want it to be like this this big bad thing where it's seen as like, oh damn, uh, uh, it's just destroying things to destroy things. I think we can come up with a re- like. I would leave it maybe up to the DM of like some sort. Like I think Storm Giants came through and were clearing out the top of this mountaintop, and over just decades and decades because the other thing too is this bird's only what is going to only live to be 30 so mm-hmm. by the time it's 15 it could have had it to the point where like yeah the uh Aracocras combined with this civilization like two decades ago and then it was born and then by the time it was 10 so within the 30 year span storm giants are slowly just clearing out the top of this mountaintop they don't know why they don't know what they were doing but these giant huge creatures were just kind of coming through and leveling this area and to the, from the storm giants perspective they're not necessarily evil by any means they're just expanding their whatever they're doing and it's like yeah. sorry you're in the way you got to clear it out oh you're like and they almost kind of see they kind of see these the so people there as there. <laughs> they just see these people as like beneath them almost um teach okay. me how to storm farm gi- in the mountains thank you <laughs> <laughs> storm giants live in an isolated in isolated refugees so far above the surface of the world or below the sea that they are beyond the reach of most other creatures. Some make their abodes in cloud-top castles so high that flying dragons appear as specks below. Others live atop mountain peaks that pierce the clouds. Some occupy places covered with algae and coral at the bottom of the ocean or grim fortresses under sea rifts. Uh, storm giants see the events of the world in a wide perspective see so this is where it's coming again sure it's good but the wide perspective they're doing again it's 
imagine imagine a thirty year lifespan to one of these fucking storm giants is yeah so nothing. Um, uh, they can foretell the rise and fall of kings and empires, see the beginnings and ends of fortune and disaster. Why and find the pattern? Cause fuck you. That's why. Um, and, and find the patterns within seemingly unrelated events by reading omens and pro, uh, prophesizing. Uh, storm giants learn the vast secrets previously unknown and troves of lore utterly forgotten. Storm giants communicate infrequently with others of their kind. Um, they do so usually to compare signs and omens oh. to. Okay, cool. We could go real dark. Okay. Uh, storm giants were, off, were often known to keep pets and guard animals. Those that lived in high elevations, meaning clouds or mountains, typically kept animals such as rocks and griffins. So they could be enslaving the Arakakra. Arakakra. Uh, that is Arakokra. I think, okay, yeah, so I like that. So this, this, I, and I'll leave it up to the DM, however they want to do it within their lore. It could be a big story point it could be nothing that ever gets addressed and or talked about because it's so fucking far away but for our character they were forced out through just storm giants expanding their kingdoms and all of this shit within the sky and they brutally killed people (laughs) up there again to have the space because again it was like oh it's whatever nothing you're doing here is of importance what we're doing we need to be prepared for something or build up for something Be and prepared. so precisely so and and i do like the idea that maybe some of these other monks in arakakra and and whatever was drawn up to this very isolated um high monastery in the mountains super fucking high up as the storm giants were expanding like sure they kept some of them as like useful little pets and or things <laughs> to to kind of like guard whatever it is but i don't think we need to go into that but that's what that's if- why what if they're looking to find their way? What if they're looking to go the distance? What if they don't care how far? Somehow, they'll be strong. What if they know every mile will be worth their while? What if they would go most any place to find where they belong? Is that it? you remember any more? You're at the chorus now, right? <laughs> what if they can go the distance? Who? The Giants or the Arakakra? Because I don't even think you know which one you're referring to. Whose story is this? Sometimes it's not as obvious as some may think. <laughs> I I I don't know what to say. <laughs> but, yes. I'm just going to say yes. The answer to your question, yes. Sweet. I don't know what your question was anymore, but yes. Good. They're 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 looking to go the distance. I'm glad. Everyone They're should. going for speed. <laughs> do you know? Do you know that song? No, it's a no Beck is that, song. Is that another Hercules Beck. song? No, it's not. It's Beck. Oh, she's I'll going listen. the distance. He's going for speed. I'll listen to Beck. Ah, oh, Jesus, you're such a okay. Anyways, so that's why they were forced out. Storm giants, cool. Storm giants are pushing them out, so they hate giants. They're not a fan of the giants. Um, also, I think kind of leads to what could be a really fucking cool battle of some sort with a bunch of flying arachnids over these twenty-four foot tall. Yeah, like the like the, era, like the, the parties down on their last limb. They're running out of healing potions. Let's send in the Deus Ex Machina of other arachnids to fucking fuck these giants <laughs> up. Yes, <laughs> that would exactly. be dope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we're gonna go with. Um, these things are 
gnarly and you get a few of them together could definitely fuck you up okay cool so that's what forced them out they were up there they were doing stuff his monastery got destroyed um after his home did um and so the last thing he has left he maybe some other people did also make it out but in all the chaos he kind of was just forced out by himself and um oh maybe that's what the note says then maybe the note says why are the giants expanding what is happening <laughs> what is going on what do they know that we don't <laughs> like that could be because a good I question. Ooh, I kind of like that. It could be one of those like uh, overarching things where there's like, why is this cre- why is this race or creature that typically stays put now expanding? Is there something yeah. off in the universe that's causing them to act out and yeah. not be themselves and blah blah blah? Yeah, because I would even also say like, if this is a, a monastery way up in the mountains to like the way of the sun soul type, you know, meditation and like. They, if they believe in the sun, the storm kind of blocks out the sun, right? So there's probably some like fun, like I don't know, mythology between that. But they, I, I, I think that they are aware of the storm giants before they went up there, right? And so I yeah. think they understand that they also can see, like, from this ten thousand foot view, that they get these prophecies and omens and all this yeah. stuff. So like, it scares them, and they're trying to figure it out. And and maybe <laughs> so, maybe our 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 bird person uh didn't care about any of that didn't want anything to do with it they just like yeah i'm afraid of flying like he's a maybe he's afraid of flying like you said kind of afraid of heights because of the the constant imposing like clouds storm clouds and the lightning and getting struck by lightning like up in the clouds so that's why he's an alchemist he stays inside he just mixes stuff in here doesn't want to go out doesn't want to do any any of of that stuff so he's a bird person who's afraid of flying because where he grew up Bird people were struck by lightning quite frequently <laughs> because of storm giants. Yeah. And or would disappear in the storm and be taken away as a pet. So they don't like flying. They do. Like they can that. fly. But yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, I was going to make a joke, but I forgot. Oh, oh no. I remember now. Maybe maybe the monks and the giants had like some sort of uh, like uh, agreements where they won't mess with each other. Because the monks were like, listen, man, we're climbing up to the top of this mountain to, like, bathe in the sun. We're all going to get skin cancer and die by the time we're, like, 30. So we're not really a threat to you anyway. So just let us be up here and leave us alone. I, I think the storm giants didn't don't even recognize other people. <laughs> They're just like, why are you up here? We don't care. Whatever. Move. You're a, you're a nuisance. <laughs> get out. And so they just kind of, like, struck them down. Okay. Um I mean, was it a real idea? Did you really want to pitch cancer again no. in another? <laughs> no. <laughs> not um, a idea. Okay, cool. So I like that. I'm just trying to think. I don't. So I just. I just. My fear is I don't want his uh, uh, background feature of alchemist to just be, or specialty of alchemist to just be like, yep, I'm an alchemist. Maybe cool. maybe you can convince your DM to let you like get health potions for cheaper or something maybe they can make them on their own and the ingredients yeah. are cheaper to buy than it is to um buy from a store you know yeah maybe well, we can okay make it you can homebrew a little feature in there or something and and what i will say again so like with this idea of again him having students and teaching things or him having a mentor that he's trying to be similar to um maybe there was the mentor that was teaching him about potions so maybe he can just innately figured like he can reverse engineer them maybe or something and then like can kind of go about trying to mix them or make like it's it's, it's kind of seen like a, as a side project like as a passion type 
type thing, right? I mean, because that even goes to his ideal, right? The path to power and self-improvement is through knowledge. So, like, maybe he so can, like... So, taking at- apart the remote control, he molecularly deconstructs all the party's healing potions. <laughs> what? Okay, what if, what if there's a fun thing with, like, after he drinks it? Because birds regurgitate shit, right? Oh. <laughs> so, you get an extra D4 if he fucking... Ba- Ma- Mama bird feeds you a potion? <laughs> I don't okay. I don't know if it's exactly that, but I, I was I was gonna say like if he drinks it and throws it back up, he can then understand what was inside of it. I really and like so the then, idea of the Aarakocra scrambling to a party member who is just down and goes, "I've got a healing potion." Remind me how much does that uh, for again? And the DM goes like four d four. Unless you puke it into his mouth, we'll make it five d four. Scarlet sweet. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I, I I like the idea that he can regurgitate shit, <laughs> and it it adds an extra something to whatever because it's not just health potions, right? There's potions of giant strength. There's potions of fire breathing. There's potions of all different types of shit that can be. And there's even things called alchemist fire, which don't get ingested that you just throw and do damage and like will will cause shit. Yeah. And I think I think his his looking through all this. I mean, I think maybe that's one of the reasons he kind of wanted to get away before everything gets gets torn up up there he's like because there's not many potions up here no one no one does any of this i i want to go out and find these different things so i think he's slowly trying to accrue as many different potions and things as possible so that he can ingest them and regurgitate them and then look through it i think um so then i guess a question for the dm would be one are you going to allow this character to ingest potions and and liquidy vials and two, if they ingest something that shouldn't typically be ingested, like a vial that you throw, what's going to be the negative side effect to that? Like, let them, yeah. if you're going to let them do this at all, let them drink like a potion that you, they shouldn't drink, puke it back up, but then are, do they have like an exhaustion level after that? Or do they or, have like damage? The, yeah, damage. Um, what's the yeah. risk reward for drinking something that they shouldn't, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that could be fun. Okay. Because that, that was just, again, like, I don't know. I wanted that feature that or that specialty to be something to be more motivating like, in how to play the character. Yeah, or yeah. or just make it a little yeah important to it and and why like so yeah. But I do think the letter um, is from like because I I think I think he was one of the few, if not only like alchemists up there, right? Because again, with the, the constant attack that they were under, he just wanted to escape. He didn't want to deal with any of that. I think he's constantly kind of just he was uh, avoiding that like and and dove into alchemy as like an escape but everyone else up there was constantly trying to do research trying to figure all this out and like maybe one of his mentors that kind of like raised him from birth because i mean i'm i want to say i think he's like nine or ten which is not that old but for them i mean he's a third of the way through his life yeah yeah just like me that's Precisely. So, like, <laughs> he, he is seen as an adult, but for a 10-year lifespan of, like, uh, a, a, a mountain dwarf, right, that raised him, maybe, like, that's nothing. Like, you know, okay, yeah, cool. It was, he, he was kind of like a child to this colleague, mentor of some sort, and maybe they were the one that was doing all this research, and when they passed, like, ooh, excuse me, what he was constantly, like, what he, maybe he figured out then is like, oh, it's not just really bad storms up here. It's storm giants. They, they, they're real and they're here. They're not as high up as we thought. Why? Why are they doing this? What is happening in the world? What do they like, know yes. that we don't? The yes. Dark One has returned. 
Ooh, ooh, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put the ring in the fire, see what it says. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm gonna say. He has a dwarf mentor that was a little bit more into like the actual studies and all that, and he would always just kind of distract himself with potions and alchemy. Um, the whole place gets torn down by a crazy storm that was a bunch of storm giants actually tearing through and clearing out the mountain. Um, the note says, what do the giants know that we don't? What is happening? Why are they doing this and why now? Hold, on. Um, Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Um, I have it here in my hands. Good. Keep holding it. Keep holding it. Oh, it's slipping. Why is it Don't so drop wet? it. Don't drop it. So what did you say about the giants? That's in the letter? The letter, um, the asks letter why just... the giants there? No, the giants say the letter says why, uh fuck. What do the giants know that we don't? Why are they expanding so rapidly and why now? It's a lot of questions. questions. It is. I mean, it's all the same kind of thing. Like what the fuck's going on with the storm giants? <laughs> I prefer that. Um, take this. <laughs> take this letter. Learn <laughs> all you can. Oh. Fly. Fly you fool. Opens the letter. Why the fuck are the giants doing this? <laughs> Written in crayon. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. And so maybe that's the thing is maybe just, just the Arakakras were able to get away because they are so high up in the mountains and the storm was so rough that they tried to carry some people away with them. Everyone was just fleeing. And I'll again leave it up to the DM how many other people from this monastery up in the mountainside of the sun soul, the way of the sun soul, escape. You can maybe bump into them. But like, I, I, I think... He he. Oh, what if he dropped his mentor and just his bag was left, and in his, and there was the note. Oh my god! And, and, and it's like, like a, it's like fucking Hedgewig falling down from the skies. Yeah. So he dropped his dwarf mentor as they were trying to flee. As like just the few Arakaka that could like tried to fly out. He didn't fly that much. He didn't like it. He didn't like doing it. So another reason he's even more traumatized to kind of fly too high now. <laughs> like. I'm not yeah. opposed. Okay. I'm gonna write it. it. Write it down. Write it. I'm right. He dropped that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, that, and because it makes sense why he then has the note, right? Like he dropped him, but the bag he was carrying with his journal and notes inside of it ripped off, and so he has just some some smattering. And that's his, of... his explorer's pack and his equipment. Yeah, that's what has his bottle of ink, a quill, a small knife, a letter from a dead colleague, and a set of common clothes and a belt pouch containing 10 gold. There you go. Um, <laughs> cool. Then is there anything else in his background we're missing? Knowledge, the path to power and self-improvement is through knowledge, right? So he is, kind of, I mean, that's what he kind of learned up there. He always dove into the books. That's why he wants to figure out all the potions he can. Bond, it is my duty to protect my students. So... That could just stem from the guilt of dropping his mentor. Yeah, I was going to say, and I was also going to say, like, maybe his mentor up there was, like, maybe he was starting the first alchemy class up there for other younglings and other things that are coming up and all this chaos that got, like, thrown away. So he has, like, a paternal, like, teacher, like, instinct. And within the group, maybe he, he, like, if anyone else shows interest in it and he will see these other people that are, I'm imagining at least some of them will be not, he will see them as less educated than him. And be like, oh, let me teach you. Let me help. Like, we need to be learning and all of this and blah, blah. Also, there's a storm giant expansion happening, which could be bad. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And then I'm convinced people are always trying to steal my secrets. How do we think? <laughs> How do we think? Um, I think maybe he thinks he's just a special alchemist. And, like, he knows 
better how to deconstruct potions than anyone else. So, like, people are always trying to figure out... I don't know. I don't know. What... Okay, what if it's not a bad thing? We've been looking at that as, I'm convinced that people are always trying to steal my secrets as a bad thing. And maybe we look at it, it leans directly into the flaw of, I'm convinced everyone wants to know my secrets, so I'm going to constantly be telling everyone everything I know. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so, and it could be one like, of those things, like, that, that, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Like If you, if you get this character going about potions he's going to talk to you until the lights are on but nobody's home kind of thing you know like you don't want to know what he's telling you but he's telling you anyway and maybe he'll accidentally spill a real secret in there (laughs) yeah Yeah. so i deconstructed this potion the other day and a greater healing potion has this 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 and then then my bard killed this secret person or slept with the king's wife and blah 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 back to this potion it's like wait 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 wait. go back what go back let's let's back (laughs) up let's back up a little bit yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's how we I think that's how we tie those together is the I'm convinced that people are always trying to steal my secrets is this idea of I'm convinced everyone wants to know what I'm working on and trying to do and so they want to they want to steal it from me so I like I'll give it lot. to them. <laughs> and I'll just just overshare and talk a bunch and all of this and and again growing up in a in a I mean grand is Christmas 17 but oh, whatever. These stats are stupid. If if you if you re-roll this character and or use it and or point by put most of your stuff into Dex and Wisdom and I think it would be funny to have low intelligence and charisma. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would imagine this character. Yeah, I mean, with, guy, if we do incorporate the stats, I still think what we just said works, but it comes from a place does. of arrogance and not a place of innocence. Yes, um, and I think the charisma also doesn't just go into being you know able to persuade people and being super charismatic it also is intimidation it is yeah, also bird face of, like, rbf <laughs> resting bird face <laughs> <laughs> um yeah all right cool so i think then his main driving force at least at this point is he has that note i think he's still afraid of the storm giants to an extent where he's not looking to go out and deal with that immediately but now since it's the first time he's out and about he's trying to find positiveness in this and so he's trying to find potions and like if anyone that's willing to listen to him he will try and teach them and like protect them like in in a in a teacher-esque way because his only real interaction with people was his mentor and other people up within the monastery that he was slowly trying to teach about alchemy um okay show yeah and i think uh, eventually he can be brought around to this idea of like okay what is going on with the storm giants uh and then i mean and again with within the dm's notes and stuff uh if you want to leave it more vague and you and he doesn't know it's storm giants just there's some sort of approaching thing it could be a deity it could be cord the the storm god maybe he was doing something up there and it could be a dragon if you want if the dm wants it to be a dragon um I, I just like I think giants are fun and and can be a cool thing because they have like I I would imagine storm giants almost like the giants from uh, James and the bean oh no what's his name the beanstalk guy George Jack and the beanstalk <laughs> kind of like that where they're just up in the sky way up there if you climb up this beanstalk there's you know a whole like civilization and they get annoyed when little things get in their way up there like what the fuck why are you here oh we got ants like <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so we got two more so, things we got to figure out. Yep. Alignment. Um, maybe neutral. Good. Good. Well, I don't even know if he's necessarily. 
Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's not evil. I was nope. just going to say true neutral, but true neutral is so boring. Yep. <laughs> and it's just so, yeah. Um, because the, because the knowledge was neutral. Um, and then as far as appearance goes, um, yeah. what's the I think word it, on how this bird looks? It's the, it's the word on the bird. Um, well, I think I'm imagining like a hawk. So it has kind of. Let me look up. So I can, if I'm make sure. White hawk. and brown. Yes. With yes. A big wingspan. Yeah. So it has kind of like darker brown feathered with like white underbelly, like kind of speckled brown coming back. A a yellow beak with a a black kind of like point uh, on the front of it. Um, I feel like I'm just describing exactly what this picture is on this page. Ah, no, this one looks a little different. Um, yeah, it's got big wings. Um, I think he wears bright yellow robes, um, that are kind of loose fitting and kind of like when his wings open up, they kind of fly up. (laughs) Um, he also has a, a like staff, like walking stick, uh, of, of a sort that has like yellow, um, not ribbons, but like bands tied onto it that are kind of like cloth that kind of just hang off um that have ooh that have dried like mountain flowers on it and stuff um and then yeah so he's mainly it's mainly that he doesn't have any shoes um and he's shoes no shirt no service well no he's got robes okay no um and I'm going to say he's a little bit smaller than most Arakakra, so I'm going to say he's like 4.8. So just a few few inches shorter um, than the average Arakakra. Arakakra. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's his name. Well, so that's, where, that's what's next, right? Yeah, are you done describing him? I think so. Okay. Do you think we need more? What do you think? Do you have a visual of that? Can you what's see his eye this, color? This? Uh, his eye color is... No. Yellow. Also yellow. It matches the robes. It looks great. It's very stunning. How stylish. And and eye catching. You could even say. Because oh. eye and eye. I don't know what, I don't know what that sound was. No, Alright, no, dog. It's fine. What's his name? Okay. Did you did you get down to this part in here? Because I, I purposely left this part out of when describing Arakakras because I wanted to wait till here. That's my bird sound. Okay. No, um, I didn't Arakaka- fucking read that bullshit. Do you want me to read Arakaka- it? Because it'll make me mad. Sure. As much as as Arakakra names is a segment in D and D Beyond, as with much of their speech, Arakakra names include clicks, trills, and whistles to the point that other people have a, dif- have a difficult time pronouncing them. Typically, a name has two to four syllables, so the sounds acting as connectors. When interacting with other races, Arakakra may use nicknames gained from people they meet or shortened firms of their full names. Okay, here's the fun part. An Arakakra <laughs> of either gender may have one of these short names. Oh, it's a, there's not a lot of sounds here. Aria, Ayl, Arr, Dikik, Irk, Hik, Kiki, Kleek, Ur, Oos, Quef, Quirk, Salik, Urik, or Zed. Yep. I just wanted to make clicking sounds like... Like some fucking third world African society. Oh, jeez. And now we're towing the line of offensive. <laughs> yep. 
but 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 similar. So like yeah, I thought it was fun. Like so, clicks and trills and whistles. I can't clicks, trill. Can you trill? Is that trill? It's better than me. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I can't roll my R's. I can't. I gotta have like so much spit in my mouth to do it. I'm just basically gurgling saliva. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm such a sexy tiger. Grr, grr. Put him up. Put him Put him up. If I was king. I sound like Simba the- trying to growl for the first time. I'm rolling my I love. I always love trying to do the cowardly lion. The if I were king of the forest, king of dude, the forest. Yeah, that's that dude is really t- super talented in that song. Very good. Yeah, right. As a child, Not I didn't appreciate rich. it. As an adult, it's like yeah, I yeah. am king of the forest. While, while holding a while holding a note. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's great. So that's where we're going with the name. <laughs> I'm gonna make it <laughs> or um. That's a feminine creak. name. Does that make this a bird <laughs> or a female bird? What, what, what if it's Creek? Creek, Creek, Creek. My name's Creek. You should you should put for the purpose of our of our RP. You should put some roles in it because I can't do that. And it says that people typically people can't pronounce their names. So if you tell me your name and I try to say, "Oh, your name's like I can't. That's what, no, Creek. Oh, Creek. Okay, creek. that bad. Creek. I'm Creek. You're Greek? Creek. Would you like some gyro? No. Creek. S- some lamb? Creek. 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 Never been to Greek. creek. How are you spelling that? K-R-E-E-K? Or C-R-E-E-K? No, not a C. I like the K. Well, what would I do? Creek. K-R-E-E-K? I think so. Let me see. How did, let me look at it. Yeah. Creek. Uh, ooh, ooh, I'm gonna give him a last name too, cause fuck you. So it's Creek Everwind. <laughs> Welcome to my bird name, superhuman last name. He was raised by a dwarf, <laughs> a mountain dwarf that was just kind of brought in after the Arakakra nest was overthrown. So he's Creek Everwind. That's uh, whatever. It's your fucking character. I'm just gonna call you Ever. <laughs> Ever. Yep. No, no, I creak. You're not stupid, remember? <laughs> I know. Talks short. I creak. Very smart. A lot of head, tw- a lot of head jerks. You'll oh, test the oh. dexterity of the bar by tapping on it with your beak. This entire time, I've been trying to remember the name of the goddamn chicken in Moana. And Just Google it. I was hoping it would click with me. Chicken creak, name, creak. Moana. Chicken what can Moana. I say? It's hey, hey. Hey, hey. That's right. <laughs> I apparently typed it in all wrong because the first thing that came up for me is a sushi place nearby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Looks good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, I think that's... Did we do it? We did it, we fam. We made them. We made an Aracocra. Aracocra. Named Creek Everwind. Creek Everwind. Creek Everwind. Creek Everwind. <laughs> I've never heard of the job ever in wind before. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Is there anything else you want to flesh out or ask me before we get into the, the plane of the role? No, dude. I'm pleased. 
righty then. <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> Let's go. We find ourselves once more in Podcastria at the illustrious CD Tavern. Three-star Michelin Hotel that exists in this world. Who knows? It's as much ours as it is yours. Or stop that, flip it, reverse it, bop it. Anyway, CD Tavern is where we're at. It's where this tale begins. It's doing pretty good as it gears up for its big Thanksgiving Day feast where... Everything is served family style. You show up, you sit down, you eat what they got, or you leave. Pass it around, you share, plates are flowing, glasses are clanging, good times are being had by all, and everyone's just, you know, it's a great time at the CD Tavern. But we're preparing for that. It is not that yet. So tables are being shuffled around, plans are being made, there's people trying to figure out what kind of adjustment, what kind of uh, renovations need to be made in the meantime to make sure to fit the capacity of all the people because Halloween was kind of a shit show. Um, people died, so trying to make sure it doesn't happen again. So, there's a little gnome behind the bar. Uh, he had to be working today in case any of the uh, um, contractors had a question. They needed to be able to ask Terrence and not, you know, like Bar or Louie, who wouldn't know and wouldn't help anyway, even if they did know. Um, so, in walks this bird man, bird creature, bird person, Ericacra, some would call them, as they should, because that is what they are. Walks in, bright yellow robes, but they're loose. If he wanted to, you can tell that he could flap open his wings and just really expand his size and make himself even more intimidating if the situation called for it. Um, and he strolls into the seedy tavern. No one really pays him any mind. He walks in politely he's big well excuse me, he's not that big never mind he's only four eight but uh he's just different but the cd tavern at this point is used to different so sign says seat yourself assuming he can read no one talks to him what does he do uh Kreek looks around and then makes his way over to you said there's people in here like doing renovations and stuff yeah, there's just people kind of making notes, walking around, just moving tables. Nothing like major construction is happening, but there are people there like planning for future construction or something. Uh, he walks up to one of the nearby people writing down stuff and kind of just looks at him, looks up at what he's looking at, looks at the book he's writing, looks back up what he's looking at, looks over at him. I'm Creek. <laughs> what? What? What are you working on? We're just... We're just trying to figure out if, uh... We can make this place any bigger in such a short period of time. I don't I don't work here, you know. There's nothing I can do to really help you. Oh. I, okay. So, you want to expand? That's what... I'm being hired to figure out, yes. Do you Do you do that with magic? Sometimes, if we have to hire out another contractor because something is seemingly physically impossible, magic can be used. But I think this will just 
I think a little elbow grease will get this job done. Oh. Is that a magic grease? No. I've not heard of that. I make I make all sorts of types of uh, liquid type things. I'm Creek, and, uh, well, that's what I do. Well, that's really good for you, Creek. Um, I don't think I need any of your services, and I just meant hard work. Arms and oh. shoulders oh. to get, get oh. the job oh. done. Oh, oh, yes. That makes sense. Now, if you'd excuse me, I'm here to do a job. If you need any help, you can go to the bar over there and Terrence will help you out. Okay. He kind of just have, then have a good afternoon. He he his head keeps looking around the place and then he walks over towards the bar and just sits down and looks kind of like over the top of the bar as much as he can, like seeing if anyone's there, seeing what what they have liquid wise uh on the other side of the bar. All of a sudden you hear a dragging noise. A safe stool gets dragged over to in front of you, and Terrence climbs up and goes, How can I help you? Oh, hello. I'm Creek. Hello, Creek. Name's Terrence. This is the CD Tavern. It's going to be bigger. Yep. I see you you talk to my contractors over there. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to make it bigger. Talked of elbow grease. That's not Uh real grease. No. It's a... More hard work. Correct. Thank you. For that. What? What's this? And he points over at one of the like bottles of like whiskey that is like kind of right over the edge of the counter. Okay, this is a this is a straight whiskey. Oh, it'll, spirit. Yes. It'll put it'll put some uh, feathers on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> so strong. Yes. Yes, very strong. And what's this? And he points at the bottle next to it. That is uh, vodka, as they tell me. Apparently, it's they make it with uh, potatoes. Ah, yes, yes, distilled. Yes. yes. Yeah, gluten free. I guess if that's something that you're important to you. Handmade, whatever. Oh, this is it good? Which one do you like? Uh, just I'm for creek. just for sipping, like Creek. Uh, I prefer the whiskey, but the vodka goes good with other things. By itself, oh, it makes you shiver. Hmm. Why? Because it's gross. Oh. Why do you drink, then? Why? Ah. I mean, I'm not much of a drinker myself. With my small stature, <laughs> I tend to overdo it very easily. But... um. The alcohol gets into your system more, and it causes you to be more uh, 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 inebriated. Faster, for sure. Harder mm-hmm. to control, yeah. I've had mm-hmm. a lot of bad experiences. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Jimmy. Anyway. People um, that are inebriated usually will end up uh, having uh, more... Uh, how you... Um, lacks judgment. Yeah. Sorry, Fred. I'm alchemist. Yeah. I make all sorts of things. So distilling and uh, brewing of things. Very interesting how it can affect mind of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, to answer your question, why I drink vodka? It's just it makes you know, like cranberry juice taste a little better. Mm. If you're on your period or something, you know, you get a cranberry vodka. Bad departed What's joke. this? <laughs> what that is? Was a, that was a bad departed joke. <laughs> Forget I said what that. The- Scratch that. 
sort of a mental typo. Oh. Okay. You know what to explain, period, to Greek? No. <laughs> Mary? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, um, anyway, so yeah. Can I get you something, or? I've never had uh, any of uh, all this. I've only read in books about uh, different types of distilling and uh, brewing of some sorts. I I don't know what I'm what I'm doing uh, now. So uh, I I would be intrigued. Uh, do you think uh, it is uh, is good business to uh, make these types of things? Well, yeah, I mean, this whiskey's 60 gold a bottle. Hmm. That's right. And then I charge five gold a shot for it, for the top shelf, for the one way up there. That's a lot? Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. Oh. That's why I put it hmm. at the top. It's really expensive. Although it seems contradicting to me sometimes, because if the top shelf breaks, the odds of the bottle breaking are relatively high. But if you keep it on the bottom, you could also maybe bump into it and stuff might fall into it, make it not as good. So I don't know what to do but top shelf it goes how do you get it oh i asked the chef greg oh hmm. well, he's a half I... giant oh very large yeah scary greg scary oh <laughs> i'm greek yeah he's uh He's a, he's a gentle, gentle giant. He uh, mm-hmm. isn't. Uh, he looks mm-hmm. mean, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Really tenderizes his meat, though, really well. Mm. I don't want to mess with his meat. Okay, it's really good, but suit yourself. Well, I'm Creek. I uh, don't. Um, so and I'm Terrence. <clears throat> okay, I, <clears throat> I, uh, Terrence, you have um, do you have a place to stay here? Yeah, we got some rooms. Okay. And uh do you do you do you do you make make any of this here? We brew the uh ale in the house. Which one that one? The keg behind me, yep. Hmm. Can I uh can I try that one then? The ale? Yeah. Yeah, sure, it's fresh. Just uh just tapped this keg yesterday. Give me one moment. I climb down off the stool, drag it like three feet by, directly backwards, climb back up. Grab a glass, a mug, frosted, uh, pour some beer into it, carefully climb back down, drag the stool uh, back in front of uh, Creek, climb back up and go, all right, here's our home, here's our flagship ale. That's what's called? Flagship? Yep, I call it flagship because we wave it high. We tell people all about it. Oh, nice. Like it's a flag on our ship. Oh. So it sails. I get yes. It uh, sells yes. Mhm mhm mhm. Uh, I I I try, and then uh, you can show show me how where you yeah. make this. I mean, I don't mean to be rude, Creek, but uh, you don't have any lips. How are you gonna not spill it everywhere? Oh, like this. And he, with two hands, grabs the alcohol and just opens his beak wide and just dumps the whole thing <laughs> into his <laughs> mouth. Just throwing the whole thing back and then putting it down. And you see him kind of like twitch his head back and forth. Like he's almost kind of like. Huh. That was an like, impressive showing. And then he kind of spits it back into. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he spits it back into the glass. 
Oh. It just kind of sits there. You don't like it? It has hops. And a little bit aged wood. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, is that espresso? Coffee? I mean, no. I think now I don't think there's coffee in it. I think uh, I was told mm. by the brewmaster that it was going to have tropical flavors, mm-hmm. like some oh. grapefruit or pineapple. Mm. Mm. I think barrel that uh, tropical fruit shipped in uh, once had coffee beans. Well, do you like it? I haven't tried oh, it yes. yet. We just tapped it. Very good. And he pushes over the glass to you. Uh, uh, most people who like things keep them in their belly. Oh, this, uh, <clears throat> this, uh, how I understand what is inside. Oh. So you can figure, you, you can tell me anything that's inside of a liquid. Hmm. I still work at it, but I like to think so that is most impressive it's a good skill Thank to you. have you're welcome please i um uh, please try I to try. be a little more direct with your regurgitation next time and i grab a cloth and start kind of just wiping up the bar a little bit oh i am sorry and he kind of like has his wing kind of come up and he just kind of brushes some of it off with his <laughs> wing off the bar that's okay it's okay uh, next time if you're gonna do that just let me know, and maybe I'll give you like half a glass so there's room for mm. all the extra stuff that came with what you did. Mm. Mm. Yes. I don't need as much. Okay. Good to know. So next time you order something, let me know if you're actually going to keep it in you or do that. Oh, well, I've never had uh, these. Uh, I think if I keep in, I uh, like you said, uh, inebriated i'd become maybe and, i mean you're a little bigger and, than i am so you might be able to handle a little bit more but if you've never done it it's probably safe yeah i don't want to find out i need to be uh at uh wits at my have my best wits good okay hmm. that's fine ah i understand I, I, no judgment here yes yes no i uh <clears throat> i am on uh well i need to find i don't know i need to <sighs> i had a rough week Terrence. Oh, yeah? Tell me about it. It's what I'm here for. It's part of the job. Oh, I did not know. I've always heard that brewmasters and people of sorts made alcohol to uh, make people happy. I did not know there was other jobs they had. First, you're happy, and then one of two things happens. You either get mad or you get sad. And a lot of people get sad because a lot of people are too afraid to talk about their problems. Oh, well, I have... Very large problem, and currently, as in where I am from, and everyone I know is now gone and dead. Oh. You say that so nonchalantly. Oh, it's not. It's just. It is. It is. I, uh. I come from very far away, up high in mountains, and, well, I'm creek, and it's, well. There was bad storm, and it is, uh. It was very scary and hard to fly in storm. There's always and, storms up in the mountains, aren't there? Yeah, not like these storms. Much lightning, uh, great thunder, and it was it was overwhelming and scary. And I uh, 
I tried to carry. <clears throat> I tried to carry. Uh, well, my uh, my mentor, Darwin, and uh, storm was very hard, and uh, everyone grabbed who could, and uh, we flew, but uh, it was all destroyed, and I don't know where everyone went, and I may have. Well, this is all that's left of Dovin. <laughs> and he puts the bag up on the counter that he kind of has around his thing. It's, I, I don't fly. I don't like to fly. It's, it's very... I dropped him, and I don't know where he went. I kind that's of flew a... down to first place I saw. And it was... Uh, what is this town called? Uh, we're in Podcastria. Hmm. Oh, I've heard of. I've read. Very big. Yeah. High tides, yes? Yes, the high tides. I don't know where Darwin may have gone. It's not your fault, Creek. It's things happen sometimes. Well, I don't know what to do now. Uh, I didn't. Um, <clears throat> I can stay here, yes. Yeah, for a golden night. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, he kind of opens the bag and is looking through it <laughs> and just trying to see what is in there. And is like, okay, uh, I think I have some in here. I'm Creek and uh, well, it would be, I guess, good to stay here. And then I don't know where to go or what to do now. Yeah, you'll have a roof above your head here. No storms are going to hurt mm. you. Uh, there's nothing in the mm. forecast, but... Um, and then, I don't know, most mm. people, to be honest with you, Creek, they come here, stay a night or two, and then they... Go off on their own path. This is a big... This is a mm. hub for mm. all sorts of people coming and going. Oh, uh, yes. Well, well uh, I... Uh, I think I need to just calm down. I've been flying for a while. And Do you need any, like... I mean, I'm sorry if I ask this in the wrong manner, but I find it's just better to be up front and try to figure out the correct way to say something. Would you need any like special accommodations for being a bird? Or well, a normal bed suit ya? Uh that'll be fine. I don't okay. I I I don't be okay. Uh perhaps uh I don't I've read um that with this and he points at the the L L that is back in the glass. Sometimes can uh, make people Forget problems, yes? Um, that's a common misconception. It's a temporary problem forgetter, but they'll your problems always come back if not dealt with directly, I've learned. Huh. Well I don't know what to do with them. But uh With your problems or with the ale? Yes. Um perhaps perhaps maybe you know, let's just go look at uh where this is made. I think that would be nice to learn something. I have not. Well, I'm really like, I would love to. But the brewmaster is really peculiar about who can go back to look at the process. But and I'm I Creek. think with, yes, but you've got a lot of just excess feathers. And I can't accidentally end up in the, uh, in the, like the fermenters and stuff like that. Could ruin a whole batch if that were to accidentally happen. I have made things before with feathers and never been problem. I'm Creek. Not my, not my rules, Creek. I'm sorry. 
Is Brewmaster here? He is not. Will he be here tomorrow? Uh, yes. Maybe I talk to you tomorrow and see. Maybe. He can at least answer your questions, if not show you. If he, if he doesn't mm. want to show you, he mm. can at least answer your questions. Very detailed. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I, uh, I'm going to go and watch these guys. Uh, here's a gold. And Please don't bother them. Let them just do, do their job. I'm Chris, just going to watch. I'm going to like watch. Five days away. I'm going to watch. I'm Creek. Okay, Creek. Do you want any food? Oh, no. I had some worms. <laughs> All right. Here, Don't forget your key to your room here. Oh. 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 Okay. Thank you. I'm Creek. And he kind of just grabs his bags and stuff and brings it back over and then walks back over towards some of the people that are writing things down. And just kind of does his, like, looking around bird head type thing. <laughs> they oh. ignore him for the most part unless they're engaged. Then they'll mm-hmm. exchange pleasantries, but mm-hmm. tend He's to end super the conversation. Annoying. He's super annoying and just gets up in their shit. <laughs> and he just bugs anyone else that walks in. That's fine. <laughs> oh, scene. Yeah, and scene. <laughs> Fucking yeah. freak. I think, so I think the hardest part there was, at least for me, I was finding it was like, Man, yeah, he really doesn't like. He's not motivated to do any one thing in particular, but we'll go with whatever way like the situation is blowing around him, right? Yeah. So like, so like, if someone came in and was like, "Oh, yeah, you can fly, and like you like we could use someone like that to help us scout or blah blah." Or do it. Okay, I come with. I help. I learn. Like, and like, but I think but it once just... you're three days away from the city, it's like, no, I don't fly. That's scary. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, I think he can, but I don't think he does it for as long. Like, I wanted a way just to kind of like have an RP reason to nerf it so that he's not constantly flying. Because I know if I was a fucking bird person, I would always be flying. Yeah. Fuck feet. I would be like, oh man, I would have just constant in air activities happening. Okay. Um, so that's what I wanted. <laughs> so I think he still does fly a little bit, but he doesn't go very high. If it is cloudy at all, it bugs him. But, oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's where I was just like, again, in that moment, I was just like, okay, cool. He's just kind of taking everything in and looking at it. And he's never been around alcohol before. I would imagine if he had any up there, it was like super old and distilled to the point where he probably didn't partake as much. Like his escape wasn't alcohol. It was reading about alchemy and mixing yeah. things and wanting to learn, whatever. So like... Yeah, I think that would be a fun, like, as far as, like, an episode zero and meeting of the group would go, it's like, you just see a really weird fucking bird person walking up to different groups of people and just looking at what they're doing and trying to yeah. figure out what's going on. And then also, like, just asking like questions. Like a pigeon in New York. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And <laughs> And I think, like, again, his story, I think he would tell to people. And I don't think he knows how to feel about it really yet. I don't think he's really processed it as far as the, like, yeah, he died. I may have dropped him. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> like, Hashtag my bad. Yeah. It's on me. Mm-hmm. But but I think you'd be fun. I think as far as like, I think this is the first character as far as like overall game mechanics go within like how a fight would play out. It's the most different um, and out there that we've kind of. I agree. I like it. Made. Solid motivations, and, and, different ways to go about things. Yep. Also, if the DM yep. allows you or if the DM is too much of a noob to stand up to you, uh, you <laughs> can really break how this character moves. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, another thing, too, is like as far as with the movement and the fighting goes, he can do his like Eldritch Blast like monk 
radiant power thing from 30 feet away. Just fly 30 feet up in the air. No one can touch you, and you're just shooting shit out. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. You are broken. You can do whatever you want, and that'd be fun. Um, but yeah, but let us know what you think. If you think this character is too broken, if you're a DM and you're like, no, I wouldn't allow this. This could maybe be like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he could be a bad guy. I don't know. He could just be an annoying thing or something. And I, I don't know. But yeah, let us know what you think. Um, if you liked Creek Everwind, <laughs> um, and if you would play him, what you think we would maybe do differently? What you th- what you would do differently, or what would pair well uh, with? them uh feel free to reach out to us at our email which is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com also if you have any ideas for characters or things that you would like us to try you can email us there kind of how we did like the sandler episode was that two weeks ago now Uh, Um, i think it would be yeah yep yep so that was fun i know another way to reach out to us is through our social media isn't that correct nathan that is so correct thank you for pointing that out and yeah. our handles for Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are at RNG underscore PC, baby. And I know even on there, we've had some people like kind of comment and suggest potential things we could try also. So yeah, we might we be may. looking through some of those and trying some of those out just to kind of spice it up. I mean, it's the end of the year coming up, so we want to try some different things and figure out uh, how to keep it fun. And yeah. yeah. And Keep now... it fun for 2021. Oh, uh. ooh, that should be our saying. We should make shirts. RNGPC. Keep it fun in 2021. <laughs> also, like we're dressed up. Like I know you don't watch it, but The Office when it's the Michael Scott and Andy or uh, Dwight doing the 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 rap thing where they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I was thinking like Malibu's watch. Most Wanted. Sure, sure, similar vibes, very similar. But uh, we'll work on merch in 2021. <laughs> Uh, the more patrons we get, the more likely we will be to have merch <laughs> and yeah. fun things you could buy, which we'll plug here again as well as uh, uh, patreon.com slash RNGPC. And I think that's it. I think we're out. I know I'm to the bottom of what you've written up as the outro script with the big red writing that says, don't fucking ramble. Um, you wrote those words. Well, I'm glad you did. Cause yeah, I don't think it's working. I don't think so either. <laughs> However, there's one more thing I need you. We oh. need all of you to help us with our analytics and all that kind of malarkey and follow and subscribe us on your preferred podcast listening platform. Follow us on Spotify. You can follow us on Stitcher where we are now on iHeartRadio as well as Google podcasts and anything that pulls from any of those like overcast pulls from Apple iTunes. um, We are also automatically just on those kinds of things. And if you are listening to us and you do possess an iPhone, you have their podcast playlist or app <laughs> on your phone. I don't think you can delete it. So you stuck it in a <laughs> folder somewhere and put it four screens away from your home screen. Scroll <laughs> to that, click on it, search RNG PC, and leave us a five-star review and write something nice about us or mean about us. We don't give ooh, a shit, ooh, yeah. but yeah. we'll read it because we are currently <laughs> out. We are out of new reviews. Yeah, We've got like a dozen or so, but we don't have any new ones. So leave us a review and we will gladly yeah. say it on air. Also, on air? I don't know. I'm on a chair. Has I'm air on a in boat, it. motherfucker. <laughs> but I think the, the last thing I'll say with that, it doesn't even have to be your iPhone. Steal a friend's. Yep. Take your parents. Take your take your children's. Take it away and be like, hey, I'm going to do something real quick. Yeah. And just write the review and then leave take it. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away now. 
<laughs> the last the last thing I would like to say is I think I want to start trying to do a thing where it's like if people suggest our podcast to other people and get them to listen, I would love to actually have something that we could give away. And I know like I've, I've wanted to make like stickers or something. So this is all I'm springing all of this on Nathan currently and adding it to the list of things that we have to do. But I think it'd be fun if someone could prove that they got other people to listen. We can send them a sticker or That'd something dope. of some sort. Um, I don't know. Go, let us know if that's a good idea. Write it in a review. Write it on yeah. our, any of our, our social media if you want a sticker. We've um, got plans for 2021. That might be one of them. Ooh. Oh. You know what the one in 2021 stands for? Ideas? I don't know. I was asking. I don't know what it stands for. I was trying to come up with something. It's going to be because we're going to be number one in 2021. That'd be dope. If, it's a good goal, dude. It's a good goal. Be number one at something. Yeah. <laughs> comedy number one comedy podcast in america uh no well well i would say we 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 got pretty high up in netherlands so maybe maybe now we aim for like luxembourg maybe now we aim to be number one in comedy fictional podcasts in luxembourg we're coming for you luxembourg watch out (laughs) all right that's it we're we we've done it we've hit the end i don't know we're still rambling at this point i'm kicking things off my desk um but yeah i think all i have to say is to remember to keep rolling and keep playing, y'all. <laughs> Just keep, keep playing, y'all. Don't ever stop. Don't, don't let them take it from you. <laughs> also have a lot of mashed potatoes and turkey. Is that this Thursday, right? It would be this Thursday. Have some green bean casserole. I know it's a controversial Ooh. plate, but my wife makes a bitchin' green bean casserole. Um, yeah, That's true, so actually. Yeah, I've been to enough Friendsgivings. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I can't wait to eat the fuck out of some of my wife's green bean casserole. God, it's so good. That sounds dirty. (laughs) Uh, My dog won't let us have sex. Okay, bro, we're done. It's over. I said the thing. All right. Bye.